Welcome to the Mindset for Life podcast. This is Bethany, your coach from drbecoach.com. Here on the Mindset for Life podcast, we look at ideas that help you reclaim your power and purpose in life, relationships, and work. This podcast is for you if you lead, teach, and serve others. You want things to get a little better each day, and you're ready to focus on your mindset to make it happen. Welcome to the podcast today. (laughs) Today, we're going to talk about people-pleasing. And there's a lot of codependence that happens within people-pleasing. Have you ever heard that term, codependence? I am not an expert in this, so I just want to give you that disclaimer right up front. But I am happily a recovering codependent myself. Many of us are raised to put our feelings last, put our needs last, put others first. And there are a lot of reasons for this. One of those reasons could be our religious beliefs. One of mine was always lose yourself in the service of others. There's nothing wrong with that if you are also able to know what your own needs are and consciously choose whether or not you want them met. But when you're stuck in a pattern of codependency, a lot of times we're in total denial or we have a pattern of seriously low self-esteem. And you'll know that you're in one of these people-pleasing spaces If you have a really hard time identifying what you feel, if you're minimizing or altering or denying how you really feel, and if you perceive yourself as completely unselfish, totally dedicated to the well-being of others, you might even notice people by their negative traits and you think you can take care of yourself without anybody else's help. Lastly, uh, you know you're in codependent denial if you mask the pain that you experience in various ways with anger, humor, isolation, substances, food, um, overdoing it, overworking, overserving people, all kinds of things. So the denial of feeling like a people pleaser where you really need to get your needs met through pleasing other people, it can really feel different when you let go of that desire to just please other people, but ignore yourself. And in recovery, when you kind of let go of that, you can actually embrace your own experience of having emotions and notice that your feelings are valid and important. You can know the difference between caring and caretaking recognizing that caretaking with other people might be motivated by a need to have a benefit somehow. So you can notice what your underlying thoughts are. You can feel compassion for someone else's feelings and their needs without needing to get anything out of this or perform a certain way. You can just be there with them, sit with their pain or sit with their experience without having to fix it. Now, what would that be like? If you're in this experience of people-pleasing, you know how exhausting that can be for you. So there are some things that put us in patterns of people-pleasing. And you know this podcast is all about mindset because with your mindset, one of the things that tends to happen is we think we have to make other people like us, like as if just being ourselves is not enough. Now, why, why isn't that enough? I'm not really sure. Because you are amazing. You have talents, gifts, all kinds of experiences in your life. 
you have expertise in some area, you are amazing and you are likable just for who you are. You don't have to perform a certain way. You don't have to be a certain way or do something for anyone to be likable. But there might be a belief somewhere in your mind that makes you think you have to prove your worth by doing things for other people. We call this a limiting belief. I've had this limiting belief myself. Most of my life as a younger person, especially, I thought I had to do things for people so they would be pleased with me or like me, or I had to perform in some way, or I had to give gifts or show up with a note or a card or (laughs) some kind of dessert or something like that. Um, But that's not true. And that's why we call it a limiting belief. When we believe something about our own value, like we're not enough for who we are, we have to do something else, that belief limits our happiness or our ability to experience other people in their natural state and experience ourselves fully. Another reason why we people please is that we have some resentments. We might have overperformed or given things up or done something for others, and we didn't get a return on that. So we had frustration, anger, or something like that, and a lot of resentment. And that resentment can build up over time. So we do these things again because we think, well, it didn't work last time. Maybe I'll make them happy this time, and they'll like me more. (laughs) So we do more people-pleasing. And of course, it doesn't get us what we think we want. Instead, it just builds more pattern of performing to try to get others like us and failing miserably or feeling like it's a failure. And probably the reason that happens, I would say, is mainly because we don't need to earn anybody's like or love or acceptance. We really are worthy of it just for who we are. So think about any patterns that you may have in your life where you either suppress your feelings, deny your feelings, or your own experience, or you deny any needs you have or mask them through different behaviors or humor or emotions like anger or through substances or buffering or things like that. If you notice any of that in yourself, I want to just introduce today that The biggest foundational principle that we could all embrace to reduce people-pleasing and become a lot more true to ourselves and authentic and be able to get our own needs met and still be loving and giving to other people is to open up the avenue of thinking about mindset. Mindset is the set of beliefs assumptions and attitudes that we have about life and about people. And it may be a firmly entrenched belief that we have to think that we need to please everybody else. But it's nobody's job to please us. It's actually our job. So if we're so busy pleasing everybody else and making everybody else happy and doing all these things for everybody else, kind of expecting that they're going to do a lot of stuff for us in return or like us in return or whatever, then we're going to be spending a lot of time, effort, and energy on all that is outside of us and not ever 
choosing to get our needs met on purpose. I want to propose today that you consider yourself as worthy of energy, love, rest, and care as you currently consider other people. If you look at yourself as an other person in your life, just like you look at other people as other people, and you just consider yourself as someone in your life who needs your time and attention, what kind of time and attention could you give you? What kind of care could you give yourself? I want to suggest also what kind of break could you give yourself? Do you need to go out for a walk? Do you need some extra sleep? Do you need time to just listen to your own thoughts and really hear yourself? Notice your feelings and just feel your feelings. When we stop denying ourselves, a lot of the people-pleasing disappears. We can still love, serve, and help others and teach them and do all those great things that we feel born to do on this earth. But we can do it from a place of resourcefulness, of having energy, of bringing true love and forgiveness and care to other people and feel like we're enough. I'm not, as I said, an expert on codependence, but I do want to refer you to a resource that I used in sharing some of these ideas about denial. And it comes from an organization called Codependence Anonymous. Their website is www.coda.org. That's C-O-D-A dot org. And they have a wonderful document there that helps you identify behaviors that are unhealthy, where we deny our own feelings or needs, and behaviors that are healthy and thoughts that are healthy, where we can acknowledge our needs and thoughts and feelings and still be of service to other people and do it in a healthy way. I know if you're stuck in a pattern of denying your own needs, wants, and emotions, it is a very difficult habit to break. I know I have been there myself in the past, much of my life. The more you can slow down, pause, take a little inventory of what you're actually experiencing, the more you can interrupt that and give yourself a chance to try something different, even if it's just one episode in the coming week. I care about you. I care about your well-being, and I want you to be able to develop you and take care of you so you can really put your goodness out there into the world, be happier, and do what you do best. So I encourage you this week to notice when you deny yourself in unhealthy ways and where you can give yourself a little more time and attention. Thank you for listening to the Mindset for Life podcast. Here's to being the best version of you this coming week. If you like what you heard today, share it with a friend. Leave a review on iTunes. Check out the resources at my website, drbcoach.com. I'm Bethany Hansen, and thanks for listening.